52 episodes, 52 ordinary people, 52 real stories about things that affect overall health. Because there is a lot more that goes into being healthy than food and fitness. Inspiration, support, a new perspective, and knowledge. You'll find that and more here on the HealthAbility Project. Welcome to the HealthAbility Project. I'm Robin McKenna. You've heard the saying, do what you love, love what you do. Being happy doing what you do is known to have a tremendous impact on one's overall health and well-being. Increased optimism, productivity, energy levels, confidence, and your relationships with others are healthier. When you love what you do, it's not so much a job, is it? What if doing what you love had a ripple effect on the health and well-being of others? My guest today is Nancy Mayo Buchanan. Nancy has had an array of careers in vastly different sectors, including finance, nonprofit, and disabilities advocacy. She has been in the creative space for 20 years, having owned with her creative partner a personal styling company that melded sourcing vintage items, fashion, art, design, and events. Nancy moved with her husband, John, to New York and started Nancy on Jane, where she designs fresh and sustainable floral arrangements using vintage vessels with local delivery in New York City. Nancy has three children, two of which live in Brooklyn. Thanks so much for being with me today, Nancy. I am so glad to have you here, and I'm really excited for this conversation. I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, Robin. Me too. So you've been in the creative space forever. What drew you to wanting to start a floral design business? Was there a particular event or just that you like flowers? <laughs> so when my husband and I were working together at ABN AMRO many moons ago, uh, his job took us to Amsterdam. And so I went on a leave of absence and kind of and immersed myself in Dutch culture. We had such fun. We were newly married and, you know, just having a ball. And of course, it's a culture full of flowers. There's flowers everywhere. And we lived on the one of the canals on the single near uh, then what was the flower market. And so at, at in the spring, um, you could get 50 tulips for $10. Wow. And so I was just buying flowers every week and and looking at all the arrangements and having a lot of fun with that. So I've since then I got really into flowers. And so when I came back, also one of my friends was a wholesale florist who was the person where the florists buy the flowers from. And um I used to get his flowers from him and do my friends' parties and things like that. So I've always kind of done it as a side, you know, passion projects. So it was actually kind of a natural thing to go into for me. And it's it's funny. I know that we're on video and listeners can't see the video, but as you were describing going to that flower market in Amsterdam on a regular basis, the smile on your face was just <laughs> said it all, I think, you know. Uh, it's it's just that 
it's a joyful thing, right? Flowers, they're the color, the beauty, they're they're so delicate. Um, and we I think we as just society, we associate flowers with joyful events. Yes. I mean, of course, you can have flowers at funerals, but they're mm-hmm. supposed to signify hope as well, I think. Yes, they're just magical. And the more you work with them, I think gardeners, anyone that gardens, it's absolutely a little miracle around us. So, yeah, I'm a flower. I'm very into them. Okay. So what's it like on a daily basis getting up and going to the flower markets and picking out things? Is it, you must be excited or look forward to it versus most of us who are getting up and going to an office job. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Um, One of the other things, uh, because I've been a business person, I really like businesses. So I like the whole idea of how, how am I going to make money at this? What how many flowers am I going to need? How all the things that go into designing arrangements, Mm -hmm. but yes, absolutely. You get up in the morning and I live downtown. So it's literally less than 15 minutes to the 28th street wholesale markets. And I have my reps there that are very fun to deal with. And it's, not always a joyful place because sometimes it's a stressful place when people are trying to get their product and trying to transport it. But yes, you're among, you know, and spring right now is just incredible. You walk in and there's literally hundreds of mm-hmm. peonies, a wall wow. of peonies. So it's hard to be grouchy when you walk into a place like that. Right. And the colors, just the variety of colors after winter, it's, you know, that's the one thing I think about spring is just such a welcome season after a dark and bleak colorless winter. Yes, absolutely. And um, I feel that we're all trying to be more and more sustainable. Mm -hmm. So we're really trying to buy flowers that are in season or things that are in season. So we're trying to do things that are grown at hot houses, but sometimes you absolutely cannot resist the Dutch poppies or the, uh, the things from South America mm-hmm. and you get sucked in sometimes. So I, I am definitely, uh, have done that before. The creativity that goes into these these floral designs, because I have seen them on on your on your Instagram page, Nancy on Jane. It seems to me that every bouquet that you make is unique. And is it that the customer tells you what they want, or is it that they just place an order for flowers and it's up to you? And and how does how does having that license to be creative that must be exciting and a joyful process as well, or sometimes stressful? Um, I would say it's 90% creative and fantastic. I mean, I'm in this very enviable um, position where I kind of said, I'm starting this business and they're very much bespoke. And the customers that like to order from me really give me pretty much creative license. Sometimes when we're doing... um, some small events, people will say, this is the vision I have and, and we can do that. But I will tell you, those are the most stressful mm. events when people are saying, this is what I want it to look exactly like this, 
because you can't always find the exact color they want or find. So what I like to do is go in and be inspired and see what really looks great and what's new and how can we make this into something interesting. And also because I do the vintage vases, yes, sometimes people say, I saw that on wine. I saw that teapot. I saw that. I think because people will ask specifically sometimes for a certain vase or vessel, but usually I think of the person and I think of the mood and I think of the flowers that I have and I really do a it all together. Hey, I just yeah. put it all together. I think yeah. what is what are the best base that's going to look really showcase these flowers. And because every vase has kind of a different opening and a different shape, they're all going to be unique. And that's what I think is really exciting. And where do you where do you shop for the vessels? Because I have to say it's a really great angle for floral delivery. The fact that every vase or vessel that this the flowers come in is unique. You cannot duplicate it. Well, I got the idea of because after moving a couple of times, I had all these vases and no <laughs> place to put them. And I, oh, so I wanted to make kind of in the sustainable mindset too, that hopefully people could enjoy them. But if they didn't want them anymore, I will pick them up and then you get $10 off your next um, order. And sometimes I'll even get vases from all over and I'll love them too much to give away. And then after... <laughs> <laughs> like three months after using them, I'm like, okay, I've had my fun with this vase and now I'm going to put it out in the world. And I just love that idea that people can love them and give them back whenever they want. Because also I feel like it, it fits a New York City lifestyle. I mean, none of us have, you know, for the most part, really large spaces. Right. So, you know, I think it's a great idea. I, I bought this thing for a little while and then now I don't want it or I moved or I'm moving on pass and it along. pass it along. Yeah. Back out yeah. into the universe. Right. And every one of those vases that I've vessels I've seen is multi-purpose. I mean, it can be a teapot or it can be a bowl or, or watering can. It's, it's really quite unique. It's a great idea. Well, thank you. Well, that's what I love about it. And I really, I have a pretty low uh, amount of money I spend. And so because I have this background of sourcing and vintage, it's just that part's as much a joy too. you know, going to these markets and bargaining to my price or, uh, you know, do you can get sucked into things that you think are interesting, but then you really have to think, would I want this? And yeah, so Hopefully, so far, people have been pretty receptive to it. And do you get your flowers mostly from the, the, the flower district here in the city? Or do you order from elsewhere? Or when you're traveling, do you do you buy, buy flowers wherever you are and then do? Well, it's such a perishable item. And I have such a, I mean, it's just uh, to have that wholesale market there is just incredible. So if you're not near a market, a lot of people order them in. So you you, uh, you would order them online, have them shipped, mm -hmm. but I don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. And that was another thing about starting this business. It was very specific to where I'm living. I wanted to make a kind of a micro 
business with a, as small a footprint as you could do and kind of do it my own way. So it's been, so yeah, yeah to answer your question, 28th Street Market, all those wholesalers are pretty much the only place I go. Sometimes like when I've been up to visit someone in the Hamptons, people have a cutting garden and they've oh, let nice. me take some flowers. Nice. Nice. But sometimes, you know, your neighborhood cutting garden isn't cultivated for a flower to last a long time. So you have to be a little picky on that. Okay. And the vessels, do you just go to thrift shops here in the city? Do you get them in your travels? That must I do. Fun. Yes, very fun. I do. Um, I do go in the city, but I have to say 75% of them, I probably, I definitely get elsewhere. So if I'm outside or I, we have a house in Three Oaks, Michigan, and there's lots of little wonderful vintage places around here. So I usually come here with an empty suitcase. And, <laughs> I was just going to say John that. <laughs> had to bring an empty suitcase here, literally <laughs> empty. And uh, we just filled it with vases today. So uh, yeah, I do a lot of muling of vases around. Funny. But yeah, we I've, I've bought them abroad. I've bought them. Yeah, it's just been that that to me is as much fun as the buying the flowers and arranging. So tell us what is what what's some of the feedback that you've gotten from the people that you have created flowers for? And I know you do some for restaurants and, and you've done some actual weddings. What what are people sharing with you besides the enormous smile on their faces? Yeah, I've had really good response. I think people I have my style generally is pretty full and lush with not a ton of greenery mm -hmm. because I arrange out of my home and it's me. Mm -hmm. My overhead's really small. I mean, if you have a space in the city and you're doing big events and you have lots of people that are working for you, you have to mark up your flowers a lot and get certain types of flowers. And so I don't have those restrictions. So I think people like that they're unique flowers and colors you don't see. And um, I would say with my styling background, I feel really comfortable mixing interesting colors or mm -hmm. I would say personally, that's one of my strong points. So that's what people comment on. Plus people love the vessels. I think. Yeah. yeah. It is I think people get a kick out of it. And um, the other thing that's so joyful is John has even had that where sometimes he'll take, if he's going someplace, I'll be like, oh, you dropped this off. <laughs> but he's my <laughs> handsome delivery man. Um, and people are so happy. No one's a jerk to you because I do right. mostly on the subway or walk or yeah. everyone's very happy, has a lot to say about flowers. I, I even had a very sweet guy tell me, oh my God, my mom, he was from, I think he was from Jamaica. And he's like, that's what my mom used to grow in her garden. And so it was good. I just think everyone has that uh, smell. Yes. Sense memory. Yes. So you see stuff and it's, yeah. No one's a jerk to you when you're carrying around a pretty arrangement of flowers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's nice. That's really nice. So, so are you going to keep operations to just yourself, keep it small scale or? 
What's well, I have one to increase my capacity and uh, <laughs> and be able to travel a little bit because I do have a couple of restaurants. I did. I kismet would have it. I took a large installation class because I'm self-taught. So I can do a lot of things, but you know, these wonderful big installations you see, I just had no clue how you would do that. Mm -hmm. So I went to the New York flower school, which is of course a great school. And I met this um, young woman who had just moved from Seattle, who was looking to freelance. And so lucky me, we had a very similar style. So when I have events and the other thing is she's done lots of big events. So oh, she, great. she knows what she's doing and uh, she's taught me a lot. And plus it's always fun to, to work with someone too, when you're creating something and it's a lot of hauling. I'm not going to lie. You know, getting the flowers, transporting the flowers, uh, all of that. So it's great to have another great pair of hands. So I don't see expand. I don't really want to, the, the kind of largest event has been like um, 40 people, I'd say. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to do, I don't want to have to hire anybody else. Yeah. It gets impersonal after that, I think. Well, it gets really stressful. Yes. Yes. And weddings, there's just so much emotion around it. And everyone has this vision of exactly how it's supposed to be, which I absolutely understand. But I don't want to do that. So Unless it was a friend, then I would do it. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite flower? Oh, I'm very obsessed with poppies at the moment, and they're almost over. Oh gosh, they are amazing. They are they're amazing, amazing, and they're very kind they're of my favorite too. It's kind of a ranging uh, level 200, I'd say, because you have to, you know, you have to open them, and you have to. If you cut them, you have to burn the ends, and there's oh, all wow. kinds of things. And if you do it wrong, they literally die in like an hour. So it was a big challenge because I love them so much to be, I wanted to be able to arrange with them. So I would say that's my favorite, but then you get, you know, hooked, you know, peonies are in now. So it's hard not to just be shocked, you know, you know, startled by their beauty. And then by the end, I can't look at another peony again because everyone loves (laughs) peonies. So they're like peonies, peonies, peonies. And then Is is that your most popular request peonies? Uh, right now, absolutely. And then the dahlias start coming. Okay. And uh, yeah, the tulips. I'd say dahlias and peonies are definitely the big, the, uh, the most requested flower, I would say. Are there certain flowers that you're aware of that influence mood or are associated with certain mood, you know, joy? Um, like excitedness, love. I know the answer to that, yeah. truthfully. I yeah. mean, of course, Shakespeare was pretty into roses, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Sonnets are full of references to roses. Um, I don't know. I'm sure jasmine and lilac. I think of the really strong smelling and uh, lilies. Some people love the smell of lilies and some people really mm. can't stand it. So I don't know, actually. Okay. I just want to back up for a minute. How long had you been thinking about doing this? Was it before you came to New York? And then once you got to New York, you just kind of decided, okay, now's the time? Or I wanted to do some creative venture and I didn't want to 
to do personal styling. I didn't really want to do that in New York. I think it'd be very tricky. So I had a couple of different ideas. And then my friend, who's an interior decorator in Newport Beach, California, she had uh, one of her partners was holed up in the 60 Thompson with COVID. It was during COVID time. And she said, um, I'm sending flowers to her. Where should I send them? And then I told her, these are these are the places I kind of follow, I think you're kind of interested in. And she called back and she said, oh my God, it's going to be like $350 for me to send flowers. Wow. I said, oh, I'll do that for $185. And uh, <laughs> I said, I'll try this out, what this model is. And, you know, it was her company. She's like, absolutely, go for it. This is where it gets delivered. And so I went to the market, I bought them, and I thought, okay, this has traction. And um, and the other thing is I wanted to make them, you know, I, I hate to say affordable because mm-hmm. it depends who you're saying, but I am trying to make, I would like, like my kids to be able to send a bouquet i'd like you know my absolute i guess i've done a bouquet for 250 dollars, but it probably would be 500 dollars any place else i'd say you know my larges run 125 to 150 i'd say or 150 is my max because personally I, if i'm sending a large bouquet i don't want to spend over 150 bucks so why do i think someone else would or Usually I'd say people are like, well, I don't want to spend over a hundred dollars. And I think you get a lot of flowers for a hundred bucks from me. So that's important. I'm not going to be a flower, a florist that charges more than that. It's part of the business model. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's a great business model. I I think it's actually founded in thoughtfulness and, and purpose not only from a business perspective, but for the people that you're providing the service to. And I think it's amazing. I'm I'm so excited for you. I think it's a great idea. I can't wait to see your next post. Uh, I, love, <laughs> I love seeing them. I love all the different vessels. Maybe one day I'll order my own flowers. <laughs> oh, so now I'll ask you, I always ask, you know, my friends or people that follow, what is there something I should change about what I post? Do you like how I post because I always do the arrangement and then the vessel. No, I try and do people that I try and put my most like posts are the ones when I get the recipients in. That's always my goal. I don't think you should change a thing. I love how you have this little area where you where you stage, you have your little table and the Mm -hmm. backdrop is is a great color, by the way for um for floral arrangements and i just love it and i love i love the posts when you you've come back from a from a little hall and you you display all the different <laughs> teapots and and vessels and and by color or shape or whatever um i i love that and i, I wouldn't change a thing nancy honestly i really wouldn't oh, good. well music to my ears <laughs> and you know kudos to you for you know keep being price sensitive because it's getting out of hand out there with inflation and everything else. And why, why should flowers be that expensive? I feel like in, you know, when you live in different parts of Europe, it's just a part, you know, a good cup of coffee, a nice bread and flowers. It's kind of like for all, it should be for all. And so I, that's what I stand behind. (laughs) Great. Well, thanks very much. This has been a really interesting conversation and 
it's just such a joyful thing. So thank you very much for for thinking of it and, and doing it and bringing joy to others. Well, it's been my pleasure. And thanks for thinking of me to do it. Yeah. I'm honored. You're welcome. Okay, listeners, if you like today's episode, please post on social media, like us, share us, tell your friends about us. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, you can reach me at thehealthabilityproject at gmail.com. We will see you next week. Thanks again. Thanks for joining us today at The Health Ability Project. We'd love to hear from you, so please email us your questions, comments, or suggestions, including future guests, to thehealthabilityproject at gmail.com. And please, like us, subscribe, and share us with your friends.